the Morphin Grid, connected all together, all life, across the multiverse. Good and evil, yin and yang. The grid calls for heroes and villains alike to fill the roles. Welcome to Universe 19, my fellow grid travelers. Greetings, Grid Travelers, and welcome to another episode of Power Rangers Universe 19. Today's adventure, we join up with the Ultra Rangers. They're getting some help from a few friends that um, are out of time, so to say. Care to find out what happens? Well, then join me, and let's go find out. When an evil force too great for any Power Ranger team to handle attacks the Earth, Shinon, the guardian of time and sister to Zordon, must call upon the former Rangers to take on the Ultra Power and become the Ultra Rangers. Chapter 15. Time is on your side. Billy Cranston sits in his lab looking over a few test results. I don't understand. This shouldn't be happening, he says. Billy removes his glasses and rubs his eyes. Come on, Cranston. This is for your friends. Putting his glasses back on and starts typing on his laptop once again. Deep inside a black hole there sits a single planet, and it is shrouded in darkness. On this world there is a massive castle, and in the throne room, is the being known as the Banker. The Banker was a tall, black figure with a white face. His headpiece had four large horns pointing in different directions. He had huge, monstrous shoulder pads that draped over him. His black robes had a red pattern down the middle, as did his armed braces. Lilith, Asmodeus, Saneth, he demands. Three beings enter the throne room and bow at the Banker's feet. Lilith was a skinny woman with a pink bowl-cut hairstyle, who wore silver armor on her torso and left arm under the armor. She wore a leopard-printed skin shirt, which was visible under her collar bone and right arm. She had a unique mark underneath one eye. Asmodeus was a wigged monster, which was all white with black stripes. He had big green tall hair with silver curled horns on the side of his head. Saneth was a hulking monster. He had half a metal face with half a metal chest plate that looked like a rib cage. On the same side, his arm was chunky robotic. The other side of his body was natural, purple in color like his face with a fuzzy gray coat draped over his shoulder and running down his arm. Both of his shoulders had huge spikes. As you command, Emperor Rashva Morningstar, they all say. I have dealt with the imbecile dragon. However, he did open my eyes to something. I want you to take a squadron of Zoros and destroy the Ultra Rangers, he commands. Ultra Rangers? Lilith asks. Yes, my daughter, 
They are a group of heroes, Rashfa, Rashfa sneers. They will be dead by the end of the day, Asmodeus states. The three stand up, bow, and walk out of the room. Rashfa stands and walks over to a chessboard that only had black chess pieces on it and moves three of the pieces. All right, my old enemy. It's your move now. Back in Billy's lab, Trini is walking in and nearly moves out of the way as a test tube flies into the wall and breaks into thousands of pieces. Um, going that good, I see, she says, walking over to him. Trini starts to rub Billy's temples. You need to just breathe and let your mind clear, honey. I know you know what to do. Billy looks up at Trini with warmth and light in his eyes. He smiles, looking up at the one he loves. In the year 3022, at the desk of Jen Scott, the pink Time Force Ranger, works on her hollow computer. She looks over at a photo of her and Wes Collins and smiles. Just then, her fellow ranger, Trip Riggs, the green ranger, runs into her office, a look of total terror. Trip, what's up? You look like you've seen a ghost, she asks. Trip flips over the tablet he was holding in his hands. He shows a clip from a newspaper that reads the death of the Ultra Rangers. Jen jumps to her feet. That's not possible, she shouts. What are we going to do? If this timeline stays, it will forever change the Rangers, Trip asks. Jen walks over to a wall and moves a photo of her and the other Time Force Rangers. Doing this reveals a keypad, safe. Jen enters the code and opens it to reveal four Time Force power morphers. She throws one over to Trip. Trip catches it and places it on his wrist. What are we doing? I want you to get the others. I will get us a ship. We are heading to Angel Grove, Jen orders. Trip nods and runs out of the room. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. How about now? I'm, I'm hearing you. How about now? Can you hear me now? Jesus Christ! Get off the damn phone! Are you looking for reliable cell service for your morpher? Check out Cranston Wireless. Cranston Wireless helped me in a bind. Morphing and dropping baddies. I was once on the moon and got cell service from Cranston Wireless. It was amazing. I could morph on the moon. I can send text to my sister in KO35. I was underwater and Cranston Wireless still had service. I was on an intergalactic spaceship and I could still text my mom at home. And she wanted to know why I wasn't married. And we also have age restrictions for little boy god kings. Cranston Wireless saved my marriage. Call today, 888-885-5553. Here are the prices for Cranston Wireless. Affordability has never been so cheap, and the morphing grid will always be on your side. This advertisement was sponsored by Zordon and Alpha's Helmet Cream. Back at the home of our heroes, there comes a knock on the door. Kim runs over and opens the door. Yes, can I help you? She says as she swings the door open. Standing in the door was two men in black uniforms, one with a red beret and the other with a black hat with the letters 
C G D on them. Hello, I am Wes Collins, and this is Eric Myers. Are you Kimberly Ann Hart? The man with the Redbury asks. Kimberly slowly nods as she stood there looking at the two men with a sense of recognition. Hold on, you're Power Rangers. Wes and Eric look at her in shock. How do you know that? Eric asks. The grid. I can feel it running through you two, Kim answers, then spins around looking at the backyard. The same power I feel from them, she says right as a time portal opens and a ship lands in their backyard. The arrival of the ship is able to get the attention of everyone in the household, and within a few minutes, everyone was outside as the four other Time Force Rangers walk down the gangplate of the time ship. Jen spots Wes and runs into his arms. What are you doing here? Jen and Wes ask at the same time. What are the Time Force Rangers doing here? Tommy asks. You know them? Zack asks. Well, we know two of them, Jason says, pointing at Wes and Eric. We worked with Jason and Tommy on a mission a few years back, Eric explains. Okay, I get that, but the question still needs to be answered. Why on God's green earth are the Time Force Rangers here? As in right now, Haylin asks. We saw that you guys died in a battle, Tripp says. Jason gives a visible wince, and the others just nod. Hold on, you're here because they die? Wes asks. Yes, why are you two here? Jen asks. The Silver Guardians got a power spike reading from this location, Eric explains. Well, this is the home of the Ultra Rangers. Of course there is a lot of power, Lucas Campbell, the Blue Time Force Ranger, says. Um, I have a question. It may be because I'm the new girl, but what is the big deal? Don't get me wrong, I don't want to die, but... The way you all are acting... I get the feeling there is a lot more to this story, Cece blurts out. You guys don't know, do you? Jen asks, looking at Jason, Tommy, Zack, Billy, Kim, and Trini. Know what? Zack says. I can't really tell you, but if you all die, we are in for a whole lot of trouble, Jen states. You have nothing to fear. Nagalord is gone, Jason replies. Nagalord? Jen asks. Okay, I feel like we need some more information, Kim says. Nagalord was a soldier of evil, but he is gone now, Jason answers. This has nothing to do with a minor league villain, Jen says. Minor league? Wes's eyes grow large in shock. For the Ultra Power? Yes, Trip answers. Just then, all eight rangers' communicators start going off. That can't be good, Kim says. Jason touches his communicator. Go ahead, Zordon. Rangers, there is an attack downtown, Zordon tells them. Okay, we're on it, Jason says. You guys want to tag along? It never hurts to have some Power Ranger backup, Zack says. You kidding? Yes! A chance to work with the Ultra Rangers? That would be an honor, Trip says. Okay then, guys. It's morphing time! Jason yells, and all the rangers pull out their morphers. Green Leviathan! Haylin shouts. Silver Fenrir! Cece shouts. White Phoenix! Tommy yells. Black Chimera! 
Zach yells. Pink Griffin, Kim shouts. Blue Kraken, Billy yells. Yellow Pegacorn, Trini shouts. Red Dragon, Jason yells. And the eight are transformed into the Ultra Rangers. Ready? Ready! Time for... Time for... You're looking for that one special toy? You're looking to find that part of your collection that you can't find anywhere else? You want to come on down to Finster's Figures. He got everything. Anything you're going to want, he can probably find it. If you're looking for that Zat Megazord, or you're looking for that one Megazord that you just can't find the dragon part for, you go down to Finster Figures. If you need to have those classic collection that Sam got of those 1998 walkie-talkies, you go to Finster Figures. He got them in stock. And if he doesn't get them in stock, he can find them for you. If you can't find them for you, he's going to go and steal them from Sam. That again is Finster Figures on 4th and 35th Street. The two teams of rangers were teleported downtown where Lilith, Asmodeus, Sanith, and squadrons of Zoros were already on a rampage. The few citizens that were in the area let out cheers of joy seeing the rangers. Zoros are humanoid insect-like machines, orange in color with plain, shiny orange visors covering their faces, hiding their green eyes. They had black lines going across their waist, chest, and legs, with a red device planted on the front of their left shoulder. Hey you, hold it right there, Red Ultra Ranger shouts. Yeah, you're not welcome here, Time Force Red Ranger shouts. So why don't you and your flunkies take a hike, Black Ultra Ranger yells. Yeah, because we won't let you hurt people, Blue Time Force Ranger shouts. We are the Ultra Rangers and won't stop till you're gone, Pink Ultra Ranger says. And we are the Time Force Rangers. We're going to help take you down, Pink Time Force Ranger shouts, as all 14 Rangers drop into a fighting stance. As Modius starts to laugh, it was a disturbing sound. Look at this. A group of weakling heroes. Emperor Rashfa, Morningstar wants you gone. So, your time is up. Let's go, Rangers, Red Ultra Ranger yells. The other Rangers yell out in agreement and run into battle. The Time Force Rangers focus their attack on the Zoros. Leave them to me. Do not interfere, Asmodeus orders and glares at Lilith and Sanith. He then attacks the Ultra Rangers. The Time Force attack the Zoros head-on. Each Ranger squares up with about five Zoros. Red Time Force Ranger sends out a sliding sidekick into one, kicking it back into the others. He then follows up with a spinning heel kick. The Zoros fall to the ground and disappear in a puff of smoke. 
The blue Time Force Ranger uses a hard knife hand attack to the throat of one Zoro. It clenches its throat, gagging. He then spins and catches one with a right hook. The next two, he uses a roundhouse kick to knock them into each other. The last one, he uses a palm heel to the face. They all disappear in a poof of smoke. Green Time Force Ranger uses his Chrono Blaster to shoot down three Zoros in a rapid blast. A Zoro kicks the blaster out of the Green Ranger's hand. In response to this, the Green Ranger uses a jump spin kick, hitting the last two Zoros. As he lands, they all turn into smoke. Pink Time Force Ranger is in the middle of a spinning heel kick, which she uses to hit all five of the Zoros. One of the Zoros drop to the ground and sweep kick her. Pink Ranger draws her blaster as she falls back and fires, hitting each one of them right in the head. When she hits the ground, they all just turn to smoke. The yellow Time Force Ranger has picked up one of the Zoros and had it high over her head. She then throws it right into a tree and, and it bursts into smoke. The other four dogpile on her. She stands up from the pile with the Zoros just hanging off of her. She starts to spin like a tornado and sends them flying off of her. As they hit the ground or a wall, they poof into smoke. Quantum Ranger has turned his Quantum Defender into the blade mode. He cuts one Zoro in half, then turns to the others doing a diagonal swing. He slices two more in half. To finish the last two off, he quickly turns his Quantum Defender into blaster mode and fires on them, turning them into smoke. Red Ultra Ranger summons his sword and attacks Asmodeus. Asmodeus blocks the sword attack with one of his arms and then slashes out at the Red Ultra Ranger. His claw-like hand slice right into the armor of his opponent. The Red Ultra Ranger stumbles back sparks flying off his armor. Right at the same time, the white Ultra Ranger slashes down and cuts a large gash into Asmodeus. Asmodeus falls back, spilling black blood as he does. The Time Force Rangers finish off the Zoros and join up with the Ultra Rangers. Black and Yellow Ultra Ranger were helping Red Ranger to his feet. Guys, I think it's time we end this, Red Ultra Ranger says. You guys are going to love this, Silver Ultra Ranger says, looking over at Time Force Rangers. The Ultra Rangers summon their weapons. Let's bring them together, Red Ultra Ranger shouts. The Red Ranger then attaches his dragon blade to his blaster. The Black Ranger attaches his axe to the top of the dragon blade. The Blue Ranger splits his trident in two and attaches them to the Chimera axe's blades. The Pink Ranger places her bow on the blaster. The Yellow Ranger attaches her daggers to the side of the Griffin bow. Ultra Cannon, they all yell. It's the famous Ultra Cannon, Dream Time Force Ranger says, jumping up and down. You won't defeat the Rashfa Empire, Asmodeus shouts and charges at the rangers. The five Ultra Rangers holding the cannon lock onto Asmodeus and take aim and fire. Lilith opens a portal and sends Asmodeus through it. Then she and Sanith also walk through the portal as the blast hits. The Ultra Rangers pull their weapon apart. That's an Ultra win, Red Ultra Ranger shouts. I don't know about that one, Green Ultra Ranger says. Yeah, I think they just disappeared, Silver Ultra Ranger says. Let's get out of here and regroup, Red Ultra Ranger says. The others nod, and the two teams of rangers teleport away. Back at the command center, both sets of rangers have powered down and are talking to Zordon about their attackers. This is most troublesome, Zordon says. ay 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 we have no data on any of these beings that attacked you, Alpha adds in. 
Jason turns and looks at Jen. What about you guys? You're from the future. Can't you tell us anything? Wes steps in front of Jen before she can answer. It's not that simple. Even if they did know something, they cannot tell you. Slowly, Trip holds up his hand. Um, can I say something, please? Of course you can, Trini says softly. Wes is right. We can't tell you who they are. But the bigger problem is, we don't know who they are either. I can tell you the article I read that led us here has not changed, Trip explains. Interesting. If they are not in the Time Force database, then they could be outside of time, Billy says, crossing his arms. Like Shinon? Kim asks. Who? Luca and Kate say. It would seem exactly like that, Billy answers. I don't like this. There are too many unknown variables, Jason says. We will stay in this time for a bit longer so that we can try and help get to the bottom of this, Jen tells them. Thanks, Jen, Tommy says. Sweet, we got the band back together, Tripp says, draping himself on Wes and Eric's shoulders. Oh, how lucky for us, Eric replies in a droll voice. Everyone starts laughing when, out of the blue, Zack's phone starts ringing. He pulls it out of his pocket and looks at it. Jason looks over at him with a questionable look. Zack just smirks and nods his head, signaling he is going outside. Jason nods and turns back to his other friends. Zack walks outside the command center and answers his phone. Sup, little dude? Xander, slow down, you're talking way too fast. Okay, you entered the Cradle of Hope charity tournament. You're in the finals and you're up against Dante Securus. Why does that name sound so familiar to me? Is he in some band? Yeah, yeah, that's their name. Hold on, how do I know all of this? I've never seen or met this kid a day in my life. Anyways, what do you need from me, bud? You want to learn more hip-hop keto for the tournament. Yeah, I think I can help with that. Billy was heading to Blessington to upgrade Haley's computers, so I can ride with him. It's no problem, man. I'm happy to help. See you real soon. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that story. Just a reminder that all my fanfictions are just that, fanfictions, and do not mean to infringe on any copyright from the mainstream continuity that it's from. Now, I'd like to take the time to thank my supporters from the Zero to Hero Network. Jim and Billy, the Vulcan Skull of Podcasting, over on the main podcast, Zero to Hero. Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, on Nerds Through Comics. My Parabatai and dear friend, Ty Tiger, of Tiger Tales on YouTube. Jacob a.k.a. the Iron Avenger 52 on TikTok and YouTube, Clayton with Neon Lights on YouTube, Ben the Baker Ranger, Sam, a.k.a. XX Rebel Ranger XX, TN underscore Ranger, and our good friend, Tony. I would also like to thank a few friends of the Z2H Network, Casey from Mighty Morphin Conspiracy Theories, Justin, a.k.a. A-Crown, Johnson of Western Strike, Rob, aka Lightning Collector 2021, James, better known as Beauty underscore Baba Yaga, Justin the Green Spartan Ranger, 
JP, the creator of Power Rangers Digital Beast, and Michael and Nathan of The Power Trip. Everyone I just named it has been a huge supporter to me and my podcast, and if you can, go give them a follow. It would mean the world to me. Thanks a lot. Until next time, guys. Later days. And let the power protect you.